Hey, it's Kate. Hey, it's Anissa. Fosco Works has a bonus episode for you today. It's part of a custom podcast called Productivity Confidential, produced in partnership with Citrix. We'll be back next week with a new episode of Secrets of the Most Productive People. I'm Ted Brown, and this is Productivity Confidential, a custom podcast from Fosco Works and Citrix. We'll hear from industry leaders on how you can use emerging strategies and technologies to unlock employee creativity and productivity at your workplace. So welcome to another episode of Productivity Confidential. My guest this week is Mike DeFrino, CEO of Kimpton Hotels and Restaurants. Welcome, Mike. Thanks very much. Thanks for having me. So, Mike, this week we're talking about how benefits, how these perks that companies are coming up with, whether it's unlimited paid leave, it's flexible time, it's sabbaticals, it's these novel ways of giving something back to employees. What's something that Kimpton is doing right now that's sort of different? Yeah, it's an it's an interesting question, something we we think about quite often in in terms of what's actually going to be valuable or what's just going to sort of look good on paper. So we're we're constantly tweaking and adjusting those and looking for the the tangible and the intangible perks or benefits of working at at Kimpton. And and so uh, we do the sort of the the requisite perks that that one would one would expect, um, but we also t- t- sort of t- Turn it up a notch. Uh, some f- some of our unique uh, unique benefits include sabbaticals for for some managers um, and, and general managers of our properties, uh, child and elder backup care and parental leave and tuition reimbursement. Uh, we also try to reach into reach into our our employees' families and. We give uh, gift certificates to uh, employees' kids who uh, who make the honor rolls. We call it Bill's honor roll. Bill Kimpton was the founder of the company, so we call it Bill's honor roll. And um, and and then of course things like fitness classes are are available. We we involve our employees throughout the throughout the day at both the properties and the home office, and obviously healthy snacks and food and great travel benefits. Um, but we also think it's it's as important to make sure that the environment on 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 property or or in the office, if you will, uh, is healthy and and uh, and foundational to all of these other perks and you know what I call the the nut tubification of uh, of of the of the office place, where everybody's just getting snacked to death. Uh, instead of doing that, we also concentrate quite a bit on. On how our how our employees are feeling, how they how they're enjoying their experience working for us. Have they feel empowered? If they feel accountable, uh, if they feel important in in their work, and and so we spend more time obviously nurturing that environment uh, than we do on so, sort of the tangible perks. I think one without the other doesn't really work. You you can't you can't feed somebody into submission. Um, um, but uh, and and obviously there's there's the sort of the, the the price of admission. You have to have you know a good vacation policy and other good health care and all of those other things that I think people are are should expect in a rich employment experience. Um, but they also have to feel good. They also have to feel like we've got their backs. They also have to feel like they have possibilities uh, and and potential for for growth and for career advancement. So those are really the that's sort of the soup that we try to mix up every day and and we never stop you know the as as employees change as 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 their needs um as their needs change as the as the job market changes as competition changes we're also you know moving moving and 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 undulating with that 
Um, but but our our hope is that uh, is that people feel like they like they're having a rich employee employment experience at every uh, at every touch point of their of their of their work life. They, you know, there's you spend more than half your waking hours at work. It better be better be a place that you feel good about and you feel uh, enriched by, not just financially but but emotionally. Uh, in a place where you feel supported and 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 like you're uh, making a difference. Well, it's interesting talking about you know work being a place that you spend so much time in, as well as being able to deal with uh, the changing needs and changing schedules of employees. You know, hospitality it, it strikes me as a place where you need people to be there. It's about human touch. It's about interaction. How do you deal with folks, with employees who might be interested in more flexible work schedules, in sort of um, Going a different direction than what a hospitality has been defined by in the past. Yeah, so so it's an interesting business. You're right in that, in that we have to be on the floor, so to speak, in order to deliver our goods. Uh, so so we have we have many different employees, both in a hotel and restaurant, and at our corporate office, and those those different jobs have different requirements and 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 different flexibility uh, needs, if you will. So so obviously you can't work from home if you're a housekeeper in a hotel, but perhaps if you're a sales manager, uh, you can you can do your morning calls from home before you before you get to work. So we it's very difficult to apply one policy across the whole organization because of those dynamics. But but I think what we try to do is make sure that the needs of individual employees are met. So if a housekeeper, for example, can't make it to work until 8.30 in the morning, but their shift starts at 8, we'll accommodate that. And maybe they work until 4.30 instead of getting off at 4. And, and we're able to make uh, uh, changes like that. Personally, I, I'll say I like having people in the office. Uh, we get more done. We we collaborate. We have conversations. We solve problems faster. You know, having these flexible programs, you know, has sort of a has sort of a, a, a cost to it in terms of I think productivity in some cases. So I I encourage people, especially people on my team and people we work with at at the home office, to be in the office as much as they can during their during the workday because I think. I think it's it's better for the whole environment when there's people around exchanging ideas, getting different opinions, and and sort of diversifying our our process. Um, so um, I, maybe I'm old school that way, but I I just like having the having that that energy that comes with you know rooms rooms full of people working toward a common goal. So you talked about how Kenton is trying to be flexible for the individual employees based on their needs, based on what they need from their personal lives. How do you do that? How do you ensure that happens from the executive level all the way down to the individuals, maybe the, the lowest rung in the ladder? Yeah, so I would say, uh, well, let's put it this way. I think people are better at their jobs when their personal lives and their emotional state and their and their um, uh, physical state too. They're, they, whether they're getting enough sleep or, or exercise enough, I think we're all better off when there's when there's a high degree of when that when when that person is at their highest performance level. So I'm looking 
at individuals to make sure that we're providing them that environment and that level of flexibility while still being clear that, hey, I want you around. I want you here for, for the banter and, and for, the, for the contribution. Uh, but I need you here. When you're here, I want you at your best. So whether that means I got to drop my kid off at school every day and kiss him goodbye because that's the most important thing to me, or whether it's on Wednesdays, I do a, a, a spin class in the morning, so I'm coming in a little bit late. Um, this is sort of the idea so, that productivity as defined individually doesn't really have a single definition. No, no, I don't think it does. I think we, we all have our own needs, and, and frankly, those needs, uh, those needs change all the time. I think you also have to have a high level of trust in your employees, and, and your employees have to have a high level of trust in, in, in me and in the, in the management team so that they know that if they're not here, they're not going to be chastised or they're not going to be uh, judged poorly uh, because they're taking care of those other needs. So, so that's kind of a tricky thing in this, in this workplace culture where you, know, you hear the stories of people sleeping under their desks so that they can, so that they can always be at work and show, show their boss how, how productive they're being. Um, we try to dispel those or debunk those myths uh, all the time. Um, and, and I think it's important that the leaders and my senior leader team, especially that they're exhibiting, uh, that behavior as well, that they're taking time off when they're taking time off and, and that they're hopefully not sending emails at midnight on a Saturday night. Um, and, and that if they have to run to a soccer game, they're out the door and without regret or without guilt. Um, and that, that requires a, a sort of foundational culture in an organization where that doesn't happen, where, where you don't allow it to happen um, at, from, the, from the leader perspective, but you also don't allow the judgment to, uh, to show up in, in, at any other levels of the organization. It's like that's, that's who we are and that's how we run our business. Uh, when when things, if things were to go south and I would have to adjust that, I would adjust it. But, but that's, that's what's really worked for us, that level of, I don't know, uh, that level of trust and, and, uh, and that level of sincerity uh, is, is an important part of the Kimpton experience. And that's, I think, why we, get, why we keep people longer and why people get promoted from within and want to stay a long time and, and, and try different things and get different opportunities. Trust is so central to keeping good people around. Yeah, indeed. We'll be back after a short break. At Citrix, we work to simplify the workplace experience to transform how people collaborate, create, and innovate. With the evolution of technology comes an excess of distraction that often leads to a disengaged, fatigued workforce. That's why a grassroots team at Citrix created a mindfulness program called Thrive. At Thrive, we promote mindfulness sessions that, in turn, boost overall employee engagement. With the implementation of this program, employees have been able to better manage stress and maintain a strategic focus. Mindfulness at Citrix makes this all possible. I'm John Bukowski, and I'm helping the world work better. Learn more at citrix.com fasco. I wanted to uh, ask you about measurements and understanding how new perks, sort of uh, novel perks, uh, how do you, how do you, measure them? How do you get an idea of how well these are doing for your employees? How do you get an idea on how it's impacting Kempton's bottom line? How do you get an idea of how these perks are impacting productivity on a large scale? 
Yeah. So, so like most organizations, we have a lot of surveys and metrics and employee opinion surveys, and we're we're always a, um, a, a top performer on Fortune's best place to work list and all of that sort of thing. So we we have those sort of standard measurements, but but we also I th- I feel design our perks and and design our policies uh, as a reaction to what the employees are looking for at any particular time. But the sort of the major perks that we're looking for, we're looking for people to be um, obviously happy in their work and involved in their communities and have time to to think, have time to breathe, have time to exercise, uh, have time to do something else than just work, have time to spend with their kids if that's what they if that's what they 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 want, or have time to spend at the at the uh, at the homeless shelter and and help out their community to try to make things better. So we allow for that. Um, we don't have we don't have to have a strict designed policy for that. If again, if we have that trust and and and, and we're empowering our employees. Then, uh, then that that works out. Um, that works out pretty well. And, and I think it's also important um, that that we allow time for personal development. So we have a lot of employees who are look who are trying to do other things, trying to learn different parts of our business. So giving them the opportunity to work within different departments um, and to and to learn from experts in in a different part of their business um, and and share ideas, I think is a is a big perk that we allow for. So we'll have lots of cross function going on, and I think that level of understanding in a small organization like ours um, really helps helps our our ability to to work nimbly and and the ability for people to progress in their careers. So that's I think a big part, especially with you know the twenty somethings of which we have a lot of in our office. They're looking for those not just life experiences but work experience. I want to try out digital marketing. What well, you know how do I how do I market a hotel differently in the Caribbean than I do in New York City? And and so. We open the door for people to learn those different skills and and maybe tweak some different parts of their interests and ultimately make them more well-rounded. Um, and that only happens in in the right environment where where we welcome that that inflow of 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 other uh, of other opinions and and other expertise. I wanted to switch the script a little bit and ask about how you deal with any drops in productivity when you introduce a new benefit. Have there been new perks or new benefits that you've introduced during your career that you've seen maybe lead to a drop in productivity, to a dent in the bottom line, and you had to sort of reassess and get a better grip on what you were trying to institute? All perks, additional perks, usually have a cost. So there, there's often you know, a direct bottom line to uh, effect to, to, to new perks. Uh, I, I will say there's, there's one that was, that was particularly, uh, that's particularly tricky. Um, and, and, and that's um, uh, on our parental leave policy. Uh, but we found, of course, is that the benefit of that far outweighs mm-hmm. uh, that cost. And yeah, it, they do have bottom lines, you know, it, 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 bottom line effects. However, um, we like to think and we do believe that that they create a, a great deal of loyalty to the organization, a great connection, long-term connection. And these are the people who tend to stay around the longest and who work the hardest because they truly appreciate 
what the organization is doing for them and, and how they care about the individual. Um, so, so that's a, I think, a, a, uh, an example of how you have to be, you have to be careful, but you also have to be, uh, you have to play the long ball, uh, and, and, and these situations. And, and we do that pretty well, I think. And I think it links back to what you were talking about at the top of the episode with this sort of intangible and tangible benefits. You need to be able to play to both. Yeah, absolutely. So I want to back up a little bit and sort of blow out the picture um, slightly and go beyond Kempton to sort of how the U.S. and how America deals with benefits and perks and where you think the country sort of ranks in, on the global scale for employee benefits. I guess the, the hardest thing is to figure out exactly how one would rank that. Mm-hmm. Uh, is, it, is it ranked by how old you can be when you retire? Is it ranked by how many days off you, you get? Is it how, how many vacation days you have per year or, or other social uh, safety nets that, that exist in different countries around the world? Um, I, I tend to look at satisfaction and, and, um, and, and job um, engagement in terms of, of opportunity. And I think that the U.S. in general provides more opportunities than any other country, uh, than any, any other developed country that we would compare ourselves to on this. So, so the idea of a strong meritocracy, uh, an idea, the idea that there's no, there, there is no ceiling to what I can, what I can achieve, um, that I'm mobile, not only within the country, not only within my job, but within within the country, I have that those levels of freedom. I can try different things. I can make those choices. Uh, I think you would have to weigh that um, or or judge that as a very very important element uh, to to the satisfaction that that the U.S. U.S. employees have. Um, I, I, of course, it doesn't probably bleed through our whole culture, unfortunately. Um, however. The tenets of it, the meritocracy and in our organization, promotion from within, succession planning so that people can move up the ladder, even if they're brought in at some of these entry-level and low-paying jobs, the opportunity they have to, to, to rise is what, what I consider one of my biggest responsibilities. Provide those opportunities to our employees so that their lives can get better. Uh, nothing makes me happier when I get to promote somebody who has just done a tremendous amount of work um, and and now is going to get paid more and they're going to have a better job and they're going to hopefully realize their dreams and have a better life for their family. So we concentrate more on uh, more on trying to establish opportunities and trying to establish a path to something better. So those are some perks that are somewhat intangible, but I think really important to the to the culture in the United States. Well, I think the opportunity to grow within your company is an underrated perk as well. I mean, it sounds like Kempton's dedication to engendering internal growth uh, is a benefit that sort of you know can't be can't be discounted. It, it is it is I mean somewhat self serving too with a dwindling workforce out there or, or such low unemployment rates, it's really important that we grow our own and that we uh, and that we're we're able to provide training and opportunities so that people don't jump ship. I mean, I, I was talking to our our head of revenue management today and and he says, yeah, I took three calls from different headhunters looking for 
jobs that pay about the same as this job pays um, or more with bigger, bigger titles and maybe, you know, these great out clauses at the at the end of a certain amount of time. And he chose not to take those calls or to take them and dismiss them or refer them to a friend. Um, and that's uh, that's a, a pretty important uh, that's a pretty important thing for for all companies right now in this environment to to promote and to make sure that they have a system in place to keep people engaged and to keep them uh, to keep them happy. I think I think another thing that's under underrated in the uh, in the work world is is the relationships that people have with other people at work. Um, so so if you're if you're going to work every day and and just dealing with the same pain in the ass workmate or boss or what have you, uh, you're much less likely to stay because the refrigerator is full of yogurt. You're you're, you're that's not going to keep you there. So the the culture of uh, the the culture of of friendship and open door and and tight relationships where people do not feel like there's this strict hierarchy where they feel their voices is, is, is heard and they feel their ideas are, are, um, uh, their ideas are, are put to work. Um, if they feel like they can come into a meeting and tell me I'm full of crap, um, that's a culture that people want to work in. They don't want to, they don't want this sort of heavy top-down autocratic environment that I think still exists out there in some places. Um, I find that, I find that that's the, the quickest way to undermine any perk or any benefit that you've tried to establish over the years. I mean, no sabbatical is going to take the place of, of of a boss who you love uh, and a boss who you think really listens to you and put your put your ideas to work that goes a lot a lot longer than a couple of days off and I think that's something we can all take to heart uh, Mike thank you so much for being on the show yeah I appreciate the time it was fun my guest today is Mike DeFrino CEO of Kimpton Hotels and Restaurants so towards the end of the episode Mike really got into this idea of um, perks can't outweigh being trusted and being empowered at work and being given the opportunity to grow at your job and going in every day and being happy you're going in and happier around people that you'd like to work for and work with. And the happier an employee is and the more potential he or she feels like they can grow into, the more productive they're going to be, the more they want to do the work. You could hear how passionate Mike was about empowering his employees and giving them opportunities to grow within the company. And it's something that is so important in my career. Every good boss I've had, every good company I've worked for has always been more about giving me opportunities to be happy and do something that really hit my passion points. And it was always the best work I ever did. It was always the most productive I ever was. And it should be sort of central as you go forward thinking about how you want your company to grow and how you want your employees to be more productive, that a happy employee is a more productive employee. That's all for this episode of Productivity Confidential. Anissa and Kate will be back with a new episode of Secrets of the Most Productive People next week. Productivity Confidential is produced by Fastco Works in partnership with Citrix. I'm Ted Brown. Our producer is Joshua Christensen.